Namaste and welcome to the River of Wisdom podcast, a podcast that brings to you the ancient Vedic tradition which reveals that you are pure being having a human experience. I'm your guide by the side, Swamini P. Let us flow, you and I, on the banks of the River of Wisdom. A day in the life of a devotee versus a day in the life of a non-devotee or atheist in terms of events is likely to be the same. Then, what makes the difference? The attitude with which their actions are done. Comparing and contrasting is a good method and hence, let us consider a day of a non-devotee or an atheist. The person atheist wakes up, goes for a walk, prepares breakfast, shouts at the children and leaves for work. The person is already stressed and rushed. She arrives at work and has meetings back to back. She cannot complain as she chose this kind of a job. She hears about some office politics and feels very insecure and wonders why things do not work out her way. She feels victimized that despite her hard work, she is being sidelined. Home is stressful and work is stressful. There seems to be no respite. She returns home to find that her kids are glued to their smartphones. She yells at them. One of them walks out of the house in anger. She feels helpless and starts crying and falls off to sleep. Other days are similar. She is waiting to retire from work, but she cannot, because EMIs have to be paid alongside the children's university education. She feels trapped and powerless. If this person were a devotee, how would her life be? The devotee wakes up and is looking forward to a long day. Yet another day to experience Ishwara through many situations and people. She is grateful that she has been given this day. She goes for a walk, prepares breakfast and quickly chats with the children. Before she leaves for work, she quickly pauses for two minutes to do a quick puja and ends with the Sanskrit shloka Kaye Navacha Manasendriyairva Buddhyatmanava Prakriti Svabhavat Karomiyatyat Sakalamparasmai Narayanayeti Samarpayami Samarpayami, I surrender, I dedicate unto Narayana, which is Bhagavan or Ishvara. What do I dedicate? I dedicate all the actions I perform with my body, kaya, speech, vak, mind, manas, senses, indriya, and buddhi, intellect. All these faculties that have been given to me, I use these faculties to perform the different actions. All these actions are born of natural tendencies and all of it I offer to Bhagwan. With this prayer, she rushes out of the house. 
Work situations are challenging, but she trusts that things will be fine. She arrives at work and has meetings back to back. She hears about some office politics and wonders why things do not work out her way. She observes her reaction and sees that this way of thinking is a part of the psychological order that is Ishwara. She feels victimized that despite her hard work she is being sidelined. She now thinks that it is possible she sidelined some people in this lifetime or previous lifetime and it is karma and karma phala. She's not afraid, just a little uncertain and says a prayer for courage and strength to handle the situation at work. She has to find allies in the office. She returns home to find that her kids are glued to their smartphones. She is firm with them. They ignore what she says. She goes into the other room and calls them on the phone and shares that she is feeling cut off from their lives and wants to feel included. As teenagers, they grunt, hmm, and listen to her. She suggests some solutions about how they can spend more time with each other. She asks them for their views. They argue a bit and finally they come to a consensus and are ready to try out some options. Yes, the day was busy. Yes, the day was tiring. But the day was fulfilling. One more day as a devotee. One more day to be grateful for all that she had been given. One more day to use her knowledge, skills and talents to play her many roles. One more day to relate to Ishwara in all his glories. What unfolded during the day was Ishwara in the form of many orders. Ishwara in the form of challenging situations with children. Ishwara in the form of certain issues at work. Ishwara in the form of her own body-mind-sense complex that was energized in the morning and as the day passed started to get really tired. Ishwara in the form of the many situations that unfolded in the day. Yes, she would like to retire soon. Continuing to be prayerful, she knows she cannot run away from her karma. She is willing to face up to the fact that as difficult as it is, she will work hard, seek help where required and pay off her EMIs as soon as possible. She knows that she is deeply blessed. Because she is a devotee, she sees these challenges in her life as an opportunity for emotional growth, as an opportunity for exhausting her karma. She does not see the challenges as opposed to her and hence out to put her down. There is an acceptance, a samatvam in her as she sees the situations objectively. There are some situations regarding her children that she struggles to accept. She accepts that she cannot accept. She sees her frame of mind and is amused, yet accepting of herself. She sees that her life is just a play of karma, a series of transient situations for her to grow. She is a Jignyasu devotee, a devotee who wants to understand the Upanishad that says she and Ishwara are one. She is well aware that being a devotee is easier when there is surrender, 
a surrender of the many notions that hold one back, a surrender of the idea that I am a struggling individual against the world. There are times she slips into the victim mode of thinking, but it is okay. She knows that she is completely acceptable. The play of the different factors that shaped her is evident. She no longer is rejecting of herself. She does not have to prove herself to Ishwara. She is indeed lovable. Yes, she could do with modifying some of her behavior, which she definitely will, but she knows that while the whole world may judge her, Ishwara only accepts and embraces her, all of her. She can rest in his lap as he teaches her that they are the same presence. They were never separate from each other. She laughs with delight in recognition. Her daughter calls out to her. Her reverie is broken. She will resume that conversation with Ishvara as he is just a thought away. Or rather, he is in and through everything. You matter. Your life matters. What you do with your life matters. Thanks for listening. If you found this episode helpful and you think it might benefit someone, I do hope you will consider sharing it. We are approaching a year of this podcast show, The River of Wisdom. For any questions you might have on any of the episodes, please write to me at swaminiji at discoveratma.com S-W-A-M-I-N-I-J-I at D-I-S-C-O-V-E-R-A-T-M-A dot com and I will respond. To connect with the Vedic tradition or deepen your existing connection with it, you can also visit www.discoveratma.com Thanks for listening and see you next week.